Fucking shit. Seamus done fucked it up. You need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. It get cold like Minnesota. Need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. Alabods. What? No, I just spelled little boozy. Oh, I thought you said alibods. <laughs> Not even a thing. <laughs> oh, that's why that fucking <coughs> fans point out. That's why it's so fucking hot in here. <coughs> I think it feels great. <coughs> really? Dude, I'm coming from Florida, man. It's hot as fuck down there. Oh, damn. I should be more thankful for what I got. This really feels like, um, this actually feels a little bit cooler than our apartment usually gets. Because we don't usually put the uh, really? air conditioning on. Yeah. This is like hot as fuck to me, kind of. Yeah. Well, not really, but I'm used to having like the wind coming in. I like that. I love sleeping with that fan in the window, man. It's a fucking game changer. Yeah, you're welcome, bro. No, I've always done that. Ever since I was a kid. Ever since I was a kid. There was like one year I had air conditioning and I fucking nice. hated it. Really? No, I liked it at the time because I was like I was like a kid who was like, I don't like to sweat. <laughs> I went through those like weird years when I was like thirteen or something where I just like I was like, ugh. When you start exor- to stink when you sweat, it's like, wow, this sucks. Like yeah. ugh. Exercise sucks. I don't feel like moving. I like playing video games. And so I was fat and weird and I had big Simpson shirts. But guess what? Your boy goes running, like, every day now, and I fucking love it. You made it to the other side. I love the feeling of getting all sweaty like that when you're exercising, because not only does it show you that you've kind of accomplished something as far Mm -hmm. as, like, exercising, blah, 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 but it just kind of feels good, you know? Yeah, it It does. It just kind of feels like you just, like, let go of a lot of shit, Mm -hmm. you know? And, And the endorphins kick in, and you're just walking like, damn... I think about you, honestly, when I run sometimes, because you were talking about, you're talking about, like, when you exercise, it feels like, you're like, anything else that happens in your day, you're like, this isn't that hard. What I did earlier was hard. Yeah. That was hard. Like, running that whole couple of miles or whatever. That was hard. That was hard. I thought I was going to have to quit. Yeah, At that point, like, you know, seriously, I was like, oh, shit, I might have to slow down. Like, I'll just walk for a while. I'll pick it up. But, like, so if you go to work and someone's like, Seamus, you motherfucker, like, Where's the order? Like, I mean, that is like, oh, well, it's just someone making sounds at me. That's not, I don't, like, whatever I have to do, I'll just deal with this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I ran, like, four miles earlier. Right, like, exactly. Just, yeah. My yeah. heart was racing then. Like, I couldn't breathe. It was horrible. This is easy. Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. It's a, uh, a late night talk 
We're uh, sitting around. Adam's in town. It's Adam's me and Adam. Adam's in town. Adam's in town. Cold like Minnesota. Oh, Jesus. We got to do an episode when Adam's in town. So we're just drinking beers in my room, and that's it. <laughs> that's all you need to know. It's a good night. Yeah. Agreed. It's nice. Weather's nice. It's like 20 degrees cooler than Gainesville. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Your boy just got off of his job. What's up? Damn. Holler back, grandkids. Your granddad finally got a job. Finally got a fucking... I got a sweet job, too, at a comedy... Well, I guess I, probably, I don't know if I should say this shit. Why? I don't know, man. Look, I like this job so far. I think it's uh-huh. great. I'm very excited. Uh-huh. But there are some things that are questionable to me. Like, the corporate... It's a big company. It's a real big company. Like, huge. Humongous. And because of that, they're, like, good and bad things. Like, they specifically go by the book as to what you're supposed to do, which is good. But they also specifically go by the book of what you're supposed to do. There's a lot of, like, corporate (laughs) nonsense that I'm like, oh, God. Look, it's like, you know, I get that these are regulations and you have to talk about this. But at the end of the day, we're all just people, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, you, you can say we're part of a big corporation, whatever the fuck that means, but the 30 people here working together, it doesn't fucking mean anything. Yeah. It just, it, it doesn't mean anything while the fucking actual job is happening. It just means, it's just like a like, stupid branding thing. Like, it doesn't, yeah. yeah that's the it, reason why we're all here, but that stops mattering. Like, after we're the we're thing. We're here, yeah. We're really we're the thing. We're making this thing happen. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, uh, it doesn't bother me that much. It's just, yeah. you know, it's just like I, I find working noticeable. at corporate places is actually better because they have a guideline. They they tell you what they expect. So here's the thing. Here's what I've found, right? They tell you what to expect. That way you know clearly, like, okay, so now I know what to do. Then you can look around after that and see what people actually do, like, and compare that to the standard of what's set. Yeah. And you do something in between, and you can be guaranteed to be golden. Because if anyone's going to get fired, it's not the person doing more than everyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can, I mean, you can also just do the what they tell you. Because it might take time to learn it, but, you know. like. And I'm I, having a good time. I am. Because, yeah. you know, everyone at, the, everyone at this new job is really cool. And uh, everyone's nice. So yeah. I have nothing, I, I literally can't say anything bad uh, about this job about or the this people there. Mystery job. It's a mystery job. I, it's a mystery, I'm, dude, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm kind of afraid to lose a job. I don't know what the weird slip-ups are, you know, like, because they are so strict about that shit. Like, they don't let us, they don't let us do a lot of things that would jeopardize the brand name, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they do have some weird, it's like kind of like working at, like, what I imagine, like, working at Disney World or something like that would be where it's almost like, uh, they're like, you need to keep your personal life and the job very separate. And I'm totally okay yeah. with that. Totally okay with that. Meaning what? They're like, if you're like in, oh, I just said it, bleep it out. <laughs> if you're in a, if you're in a shirt of the company yeah. and you're like out doing something, don't do anything disrespectful or like some some weird I mean, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, but that. that I was like, what does you, that mean? Like, yeah, that's, like what does that mean? Every company says that though. Like Jimmy John said that too of when J- Jasmine worked for Jimmy John's. Like, if you were, you couldn't smoke a cigarette while you were wearing a Jimmy John shirt. You know. It yeah, and that it's that kind of shit where it's like. But then here's my thing. This, just just. T- like don't wear the shirt out in public. Don't wear your uniform out in public. Well, what I'm saying is, I'm I'm where I'm I'm showing who I really am on this podcast. What if they find out? What if they find out that Jews hate Spix or whatever, or Gooks hate Spix? 
Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, that might be an issue. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll always bleep out the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More for them than anything, because I don't give oh, a fuck. definitely for them. Because, I mean, they'll fucking go into a tizzy about nonsense. They're a corporation, dude. Like, you have to baby corporation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I would tell you, I don't give a shit. It's, yeah. it's less of, like, I, I don't know. They're so, uh, yeah. It's just, it's, I've never been in an environment like that, so it's really kind of just, like, the training parts are just kind of like, okay, like, <laughs> I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's how it is for everyone. Carry though. the company line. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, all right, what but, like. What do do with my job, though? You, you know who I really care about? The people who are working here. Motherfucking, I'm not going to name any name. I don't know many people's names yet, but uh, the dude who came up and was, you know, just, I don't know, because people, people at work, they just kind of, like, they all, we're all the same. We're all the same kind of workers in the in the way that it's, like, uh, we all have to go to that shit for training, but then as soon as the managers aren't around, it's just like, oh, right, we're humans again. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, uh-huh. and, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's funny. Yeah, I, I found, that's how it is at every job, though. It's not, it's not. I would say it's nothing special. Like, if you went to another job, you'd find the same thing, where if the manager's out of the room, everyone's like, <sighs> All right. Anyway, so tell me more about your kid. You know, yeah, like yeah, what, yeah. what was that? Where would you leave off on that story? You yeah, know, yeah. when the manager comes back in, it's like, oh, um, excuse me, Tim, do you have that document that I asked <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Did you see my email? I sent you, I sent you an email 15 minutes ago. <laughs> That's so crazy, man. Because people are working. It's just that it's just that I, I don't think that work necessarily needs to be done at the pace that the corporation expects it to be done. I also think it just you know you could be doing your job, just because you walk into the room, and it. And it doesn't appear to you as if I'm doing my job. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm not doing my job. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. plenty of wait. Like I have to wait for something to happen, or I'm, you know, we're on a, you know, we have like two minutes between activities. And yeah. We just happen to be standing here at the time that you walk in. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. It, you don't always have to be like shuffling papers or like talking to customers or something to to be doing your job. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But it's weird because like managers just. They jump on that shit because they're afraid. That's of... That's the only thing they see. They don't see you yeah. actually doing the work. They if they walk in and you're not doing work, that's all they see. They don't know that you were doing. They walk in and you were standing there for thirty seconds, but you were just working for three hours. Yeah. They yeah. only saw the the thing that you were doing for thirty seconds. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at this motherfucker standing around. All right, Seamus. All right, Seamus Millar. I'm the best. Standing around. I'm a great worker, man. Yeah. I got compliments on compliments. Nice. I'm not worried about my managers, man. We were talking about You're this like, earlier. Damn, you give good compliments, dude. We were t- we Adam and I were talking about this earlier. But I do give great compliments. I'm the best. I'm very personable. <laughs> that was my compliment on your compliments. Thanks, dude. You're welcome. Um, but uh, because of the training, it's almost like they just are waiting to see who's retarded, basically. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not, I feel like they will definitely mellow out in the coming weeks because they just, they don't know that they can rely on me. You know yeah. what I mean? Because honestly, I'll say this right now, grandkids. Grandpa, he's lazy in that. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this is started. <laughs> he's lazy in that. Sometimes he's like, man, I don't want to work this job, period. But once he's there... He's the best fucking worker alive. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's because you say you don't want to work this job because you know if you start working the job, it's a lot of work because you're going to put in the work. You know, you're yeah. going to do the job. Yeah. It's like, it's like an on or off. You know? Yeah, you I don't know dick that, around, man. Fuck I fucking around. do yeah. it. I really... You don't I, half-ass it. No, not at all. That's I, the best way to go. I'm, well, because you know what? I'm not... 
I know I know this about myself when it comes to like work situations. I'm not the best at thinking what I should be doing next because mm-hmm. a lot of the time, like it's like what you said, when no one's around, you don't really know how to make plans. Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm at a job, if no one's saying like, "Hey, do this," I'm just like, everything seems fine to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, cause yeah. like, you know what I mean? Cause everything just seems fine to me in most cases. You know what yeah. I mean? But so to be like, Oh, go shuffle those papers. And I'll be like, Oh, oh okay. I'll go shuffle the papers. Yeah. Or go count the menus. All right. Well, that doesn't make sense, but I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know that was a thing I had to do. Yeah, it just didn't seem weird. to me. It just didn't come out to me as like, I don't know. Yeah. And I think also that, that moment where you're like, I don't know what to do next. That's going to also stop hap- stop happening as much because a bunch of managers are going to keep telling you to like count the menus, watch the thing, do this, do that. And you're going to be like, oh, okay, so next time when I'm standing around, I'll be like, you know what? I'll count the fucking menus because they always ask me to do that shit anyway. Yeah. And then eventually that turns into you doing everything that needs to be done in a timely fashion. You know, when you have time, you're just constantly doing work. And at the end of the night, the managers are like, yo, Seamus fucking killed it, you know? Yeah. So you just keep building up those habits. I found that that's the best approach to work. Well, I like this job because it involves me just talking to people, and they kind of give you, like, a not a script necessarily, but they give you suggestions as to, like, what you should say. And for me, it's like, all right, I get, I get there's a basic skeleton here, but I'm just going to talk to these people like people because, honestly, if I were... At this place, what I so I work so at what's a, the script? I work at a comedy club. Yeah, we'll we'll just leave it. I could say that. that. Yeah, but uh, which is great for me because you know comedian blah 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 yeah, blah. Fantastic. It's awesome. Um, but uh, they uh, it's not a script, but it's just like hey, you know, say hello. These are the talking points you need to mention that we have a two drink minimum, which is standard in comedy clubs. Yeah. Um, and like you know, just sort of stuff like that. But that's that's really it. And then you can just talk to people. As if they're people, because they are fucking people. And I think about when I go to see shows, I don't want somebody being aggressive and weird with me. I just <laughs> want someone being like, I'm also excited about the show. Hi, hello. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, isn't this show going to be great? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be I fucking awesome. I love this awesome. guy. You ready yeah. to laugh, man? This yeah, I can't wait. I'm glad that you guys are here, and I love comedy. So I can just talk to you guys, and I'm not, it's, person to I'm person. not making it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm just being myself. Yeah. I kind of feel that way about science, man. I legitimately love science. So I can go into work and do science and be like, ah, oh, man, like the exercise of it is fun. The problem is working with scientists. Yeah. That's the issue, man. Is like, man, you people fucking suck at doing work. Yeah. Working in like a, a teamwork kind of like, let's make this business work well. They just suck at that shit. It's all very ego-driven and, like, I need to get my research done and I want to get my name on something. It's like, you know, fuck, man. Can we just, like, figure out how to do efficient work? Yeah. And everything else will come. If if we get that down, everything else will happen. Yeah, and it's not... It's it's really not that hard, man. I I am very hard on myself, but... uh... This has been a good experience yeah, so I kept far. Telling, I was like, dog, man, you, you don't worry. You, you have a head on your shoulders. And that's, I swear to God, dude, if you have common sense at a job, that goes 80% of the way. It's insane. It's really insane to me. But, uh, you know, I think else has been helping me, like, personally. I've just been feeling real good recently. I've been having, like, a really good time living. Nice. I got this new job, which is cool. I got um, 
all this. Uh, I've planned out my day in such a way that it's almost like every day is a ritual now, where it just seems like every day is just a fucking offering, man. It really does feel that way, because it's the same shit every day. And you could easily fall into like, oh no, it's the same shit every day, mm-hmm. or just be like, ah, eh, it's the same shit every day. And if it's good shit, who the fuck cares? Yeah, what? Where's the problem? And so I wake up in the morning. Here's my routine, grandkids. You want to be like grandpa? Here's how you live your fucking life. <laughs> but or at least you know, at this point in my life, this mm-hmm. is what my life is, and it's great. I wake up in the morning. I meditate immediately before I go downstairs. I go to the bathroom or whatever, but stay upstairs. <laughs> stay upstairs. You know what I mean? Make sure you get it done. Don't eat breakfast first. You do it before you do anything. And that kind of helps because I read I read about it, actually. It's like, you know, if you set up your ritual before you want to eat, you're like, fuck, like, I am hungry. Like, all right, let me get this shit out of the way, mm-hmm. you know? So, you, so I've been actively meditating every day, which is a game changer. I mean... Five to 20 minutes a day. You want to just do five minutes for the first couple of weeks? That's what I did. Yeah, I find with meditation, if you do five minutes a day, five to ten minutes a day, that's it. You'll, you'll, you'll learn to enjoy it. And then you'll want to do more, naturally. Yeah. It takes five to ten minutes a day. Just commit for like a week. After that week, you'll be like, actually, just sitting down and closing my eyes or keeping them open even for five to ten minutes and just doing nothing. It feels so good. Yeah. It feels so good. Yeah. And then, I mean, but there's... That's just the beginning of it, because then once you get started, man, there's like a lot of like there's you start to have these strange kind of experiences that are like more. It's more it's less like, oh, it was weird. I was kind of sitting there and then nothing happened. And it was relaxing, I guess, you know, and then I got up and I did feel a little better. It stopped being that. And it's like like we were talking to a, a mutual friend. We have like a meditation group where we try to like keep each other like hey, I just meditated. You you guys should meditate because yeah. we're all trying to like keep make it a habit uh because you know, it's good for us and everything. But anyway, so we we were just talking and uh there these these just little weird experiences like this the last time I meditated uh before the plane ride where Jasmine fucking dosed me with those bars. <laughs> uh, the last time I meditated before that, I kept seeing lights, like these really like crazy lights and there was like, they were like, there was like a pattern where it would like going through my field of vision from the outside inward with like blue lights and red lights and then I would see like pinpricks of lights and it wasn't like, um, I don't know, it all kind of made sense sort of because it, it was like uh, the, the pattern kind of, the rhythm was with my breath so it made sense that like these colors were like somehow corresponding to my breath. I, I really have no grip of what was, I can't explain it any better than that. But like you could you could kind of realize like oh this pattern of colors is happening because of the pattern of my breathing. But yeah, it was, it was only like loosely. That's related. so interesting, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that then things like that start to happen. And you're like, well, what the fuck is happening in here? You know? Then it's like, what what the hell is like? I never knew I could see my breath. I never knew I could see my breath. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, wh- like what else is happens <sighs> dude, when you crazy. meditate? It's it's nuts, man. And at first, like, dude, I started meditating or or like really thinking it was a good thing for purely selfish, like uh, it's healthy, you know, like uh, you know, it it like there's all this research that uh for example one of the things that really i was like ooh, man meditation i need to really get into this is that there's so the the reason you age is because 
there's this um, part of your DNA called the telomere, and it's like a certain length. And every time your cell divides, a, a little bit gets cut off. So oh shit! Every time it divides, a little get a little bit get, gets cut off, and it's kind of like a fuse. And after it's a certain length, you you get old and die. It's like part of, really a big part of the aging process. Well, when you meditate, and only when you meditate, your brain produces this chemical that it. I think it stops the production of the protein Whoa. that cuts the telomerase. I'm so, gonna look like a young ass bull. Then. Exactly, and that instantly, my mind is like, well, maybe that's why there are reports of yogis who are 150 years old. You know? Oh shit! Because if you meditate for the majority of your life, let's say you meditate for 20 or 30 years, and you're constantly producing this this thing. And it's like keeping you from aging. That could be a scientific explanation for why this is happening. And I think there is always an explanation for that shit. That would be fucking crazy. Right? Dude, I I heard about this on the Joe Rogan experience. The the mechanism where (sighs) the meditation actually releases some chemical that stops the the shortening of your telomerase. I mean, your your telomeres. It could keep you from, from... aging yesterday i had a bad well not a bad experience but the only rough experience i've had with meditation where i had this i had to i felt like i had to stop i started not panicking necessarily but uh it got to the point where it felt like my heart was stopping yeah good but like i was like it i was like what does that mean i don't know if not stopping maybe but it felt like uh getting like palpitations or something just from breathing uh-huh. and i was like oh fuck like this is this kind of feels like really weird so i tapped out you know yeah what I mean? yeah i tapped out yeah yeah because it felt like I'm, i was like oh shit i might i'm maybe i'm dying you Dude, know what i mean you know all that is all that is in that moment when he whenever you have that that thought i feel like i'm dying give into it just give into it and surrender into it because you're not dying yeah you're not dying you're sitting on a floor it Nothing physically is felt like i was like my, oh my god is my heart stopping yeah you know exactly I mean? is it no your body will take care of itself i'm i swear to god like that's why um a lot of times you'll hear people on acid they feel like they're dying but if you talk to those same people 10 years after that experience they always are like that was like one of the most important you know what i mean yeah because when you also in a spiritual sense, Ramana Maharshi, one of the, the thing that really made him, like, so anyway, so he was on his, in his uncle's house, he was just kind of chilling, you know, meditating, maybe, I, mean, I don't even think so, but he started to get this feeling like he was dying, you know, he's like, oh, I think I'm gonna die, and he's like, what the fuck, I'm totally healthy, I'm just sitting on my uncle's floor, staring at the ceiling, Yeah. I don't think I'm dying, but... Let's see what happens if you yeah, die, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that then he saw his body being burned and et cetera, et cetera. He, you can look up the story. I'm probably not doing it justice. But the point I'm trying to make is that I think the significance of that moment for human beings, right? Gotta die. No matter what instance it comes up, that is when your ego is saying, Oh shit, I'm about to I'm about to lose it completely. I'm about to lose my grip in a in a very important way, you always give in to that. I think yeah. that's the lesson because there's it's always a there's rewarding something experience right on the other that. side. Just watch what happens if you just don't do anything. Because if you allow your ego to kick back in and be like, "Yeah, go ahead, take control. Like, wake me up, you know, or like, or wake put me, me back up. to sleep, <laughs> whatever." However wake you me do. up inside. Can't wake up. Uh, yeah. Well, but it's hard, man. You know, because I do the Wim Hof method. Yeah. And. One of the things you do, you, so you breathe in, you hyperventilate for a, a while. So you go, 
You do that like 30 or 40 times. He's breathing right on me. This is so weird, but we're not Skyping. I know. Oh, he just reached out and touched my arm. <laughs> this is weird. So you basically, you hyper-oxygenate your body, and then you breathe all the way out. I turned away that time. And you God just bless. you hold your breath without any air in it. And you just see how long you can hold it. And eventually, you get you go through these waves of, oh, God, I think I have to breathe. I think I have to breathe. And then you're like, no, 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 just see what happens. Just don't breathe. And then you relax. And you find, like, oh, I don't even feel like I'm holding my breath anymore. You know, I just feel like I'm sitting here. Yeah. And then you find, all of a sudden, you're like, but I am holding my breath. And it's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, do I have to breathe? Do I have to breathe? And then you relax. And it's like, no, 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 you're just sitting here. You're fine. You don't have to breathe. And you, you like, relax again. So I think, uh, the like, the lesson is that you you don't actually know when you're in a life or death situation. You know? Yeah. Well, I'll say this, man. So um, don't listen to yourself. That that was yesterday, but today it was a different thing, where uh, it was like the exact opposite actually, where um, I I fell into this deep meditation, where it felt different from any other time that I've meditated. It felt like oh shit, this must be actually meditation. It felt like that, mm-hmm. where uh, I was supposed to do twenty minutes. And the crazy thing is, if you, it not, it's not really that crazy when you think about it, but if you do 5 to 10 minutes for a couple of weeks, and then you move up to 15 and 20, 10 minutes goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. You know? 20 to me is still kind of long. But I think if I keep doing 20 minutes for a while, it'll just go by real fast. Yeah. Because you get used to it. And today, it's become easier and easier for me to just get into the mode. Because like, okay, sit down, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Put your hands on your knees and just fucking close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Sit there. And you get into a rhythm of like, okay, well, I know what's happening. So I can just go right to it. You know yep. what I mean? I don't okay, have to comfortable, fucking... Comfortable, uh, step yeah. straight. You like go through a checkpoint almost where it's like, you, you learn that like, oh, usually, uh, you know, my I forget to sit up straight and I forget to do this. So you're like, all right, cross the legs, sit up straight. Hands there, eyes in the right. Yeah, instead of any, am I comfortable anywhere? Like, no, I think I'm good. All right, let's go. And then you kind of just drop right in. Whereas, like, when you first start, it's like, all right, am I doing this right? This is, okay, I think I'm, now this feels weird. What am I doing? Like, oh, that's right, keep my hands this way. What did that, what What did Vivekananda say? I'm supposed to, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just, should I be breathing from my belly or should I be breathing? And it's like, after a while, you figure out, you get past that. So you know exactly what to do. You're like, all right, sit there, spine straight, hands on the knees, close the eyes, middle of the forehead. And you just, like, you get right into it. Yeah. And, and then you're even if you did five minutes, that five minutes is more valuable than 20 minutes of like, well, what am I doing again? Well, I ended up doing more. I think I did like 25 because uh, I, ha- I use this meditation app just for the timer. And it's, it's called, I think it's called... Um, my friend Sydney recommended it to me. It's actually a very useful app if you guys are into, you know, meditating and shit. It's it's very useful. Uh, they they offer a lot of like guided meditations and stuff, but it's called a uh, Stop Breathe and Think. But the reason I like to use it is because they have this check-in system where before you meditate, you just say like how you're feeling mentally and physically, and then it uh, documents that. And then you can either choose to do a guided meditation or just use the timer. And then at the end, it asks you, okay, like now that you've done it, how do you feel now? And so what I've been doing is checking in, because then it has a calendar where it shows you, like, how are you feeling on this day? How are you feeling on this day? How are you feeling on that day? And I've been trying to uh, watch it and see if, like, 
oh, if I do certain things, do I feel worse? Do I feel better? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really interesting. Um, but I had this experience today when I was meditating where it felt like for one of the first times I was kind of completely unaware of my body. And it was almost like, but I, I was still had a lot of thoughts running constantly. Like I was all in my brain. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I was like, uh, it's almost like if you're, it's like in the cartoons when they're running so fast that they run off a cliff, but they don't realize they ran off the cliff. Mm-hmm. And then they look down and they go, oh, fuck. It's, oh, no, I'm going to. Yeah, it was like that where I had like a moment where I was like, oh, shit, everything going on right now has nothing to do with my body. Mm-hmm. I forgot that my eyes were closed. I forgot that I wasn't seeing anything. Mm-hmm. I forgot that I wasn't hearing anything. I wasn't doing any of this shit. It was all just like right here. Totally my mind. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, fuck. And just sort of the acknowledgement of that kind of even thrust it deeper because I was like, oh, fuck, man, this shit's all over here. It's like in a totally different place. What do you mean? I don't know how to describe it. The The... The internal chatter along with, like, everything else, there's, like, this whole other, like, the external shit and the internal shit, Mm -hmm. they, they don't feel different, they don't feel different, but they, they don't, they don't feel like they're totally in sync yet, like, I can tell, I was very aware of the, the ego part of it, because I was, like, you know, thinking about it, and I was, like, man, I mean, I've, I've had this thought before, but it was kind of put in my face again of, like, a lot of the shit that you th- you you interpret as reality, it's just your interpretation. All this mm-hmm. shit is just your interpretation. Even of your own actions and how you think things are doing are going, mm-hmm. there's, a rea- there's an objective reality to what's happening, and it has nothing to do with what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Dude, I, I read an article the other day that, not the other day, it was a while ago, I put it... I, Posted it on Facebook because, and it, the title I put smugly was uh, "Finally, science is catching up to yoga." Five thousand years later, or something like that. Yeah. Because the article was about how it seems like mathematically that uh, it's more likely that humans are seeing a a pure distortion of reality. Like, people think they're looking out into the world and seeing it the way it is. You know, this is how the world is. I I can see it. It's out there. I can see it. But actually, it's more likely that you're seeing things in a totally skewed way because evolution, to get us to survive to the next phase of evolution and get our our genes into the next generation, it actually makes more sense for it to distort reality in such a way to kind of just force the pattern to keep going, Mm. you know? So we're seeing, what we're seeing as like, oh no, this is just, you know, how people are. This is the way it works. It's a pure distortion of reality. And that makes sense because it just makes sense in, in that sense. But it also makes sense in the spirit. It makes sense that spirituality makes sense, you know? Yeah. It helps, like, elucidate that this isn't just some, the real core of spirituality or mysticism, as a lot, as, as I prefer to call it, it's... It, that's at the root of it and that is what it's all based on is that what we're seeing and thinking is the real life and this is how people work and this is how things work that's actually a distortion of reality that's not the way things actually work and yoga hinduism buddhism the, those religions 
their goal is to get you to see things more the way that they actually are, as opposed to how evolution is like feeding you this this information. Because like, for example, people take this for granted, but we look at other people's faces and we can tell all these little de different details from it because there's so much of our brain that's dedicated to uh, distinguishing human features from other human features. For example, you can't tell a horse's face from another horse's face that's like the same color. I mean, maybe if you're like a horse person, you have a bunch of horses, you can tell. But most people can't tell. You know, you can't tell one lion from another lion just based on the face. You can't really tell that. You can maybe see differences, but if I show you one picture and then show you it the next day, you're like, I'm pretty sure that's the same lion. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. If I showed you a picture of a person and asked you the next day, like, is, is this the same person? You'd be able to pretty much tell me, unless I was really trying to fool you. Like, if I showed you an Asian person and a black man, you'd be like, oh, of course, or a black yeah, woman. Yeah, and if you even. just showed an Asian person and another Asian person, I'd be, I'd be, be stumped. Fucked. I'd be stumped. <laughs> you'd be fucked. <laughs> uh, but so it makes sense that what we're actually seeing... Our, our nature package, you know, if you don't touch it at all, if you just, oh, I'm a human, I'm going to do what, what feels like a normal human should do. Like, what everyone keeps telling you, go to school, do this, or, you know, this it works this way or that way. It's all just how evolution has pigeonholed our perception. Mm. And I think science is, a, is the best tool that we have, especially in Western science, to kind of go against that because science is pretty much all about shit we can't really see you know science doesn't really it doesn't um conform to the way of like uh it science works regardless of who's really touching it you know? yeah it doesn't matter whether you're perceiving it correctly or not you know to some degree although all observations are based on perception anyway but the point i'm trying to make is it's grounded in some form of logic that's sort of unquestionable to a certain extent to a certain like, extent yeah. you know one plus one equals two. You know right. what I mean? And in that system, it's like, yeah, it'll always equal two. And it'll just be like, it's it's like, as far as we know, this plus this is this. Yeah. All the time. And the spiritual answer is, yeah, but but it's all one. You know? And like, that is all, that's equally true. And that's the hard thing to grasp is like, it's all one. So to say one plus one equals two would be, it, under that thing, it would be like irrelevant because it's like, well, the one and the one and the plus and the equal sign and the the, the they're two all or the maintained one. within the one yeah they're all the one so it's like you know that's also true but then it's also true that if you if you say like well if we're allowing for distinctions one plus one does equal two like that's also true you know yeah, it's yeah. relatively true and so humans are designed to to put a lot more weight onto one plus one equals two because one plus one equals one it doesn't hard really to help with. us. Yeah, it's hard to work with. Doesn't really help us from a from a. Uh, doesn't help us like escape a lion to be like you're the same thing as me. Hey man, it's all just one baby. We're all just one motherfucker. It's like <laughs> yeah. no no run dude. But I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So to get us to survive, we have to think like no you're you're not me. You're a lion. You know you don't even look like me because I'm looking at your face and the parts of my brain that are responsible for distinguishing human faces are kind of misfiring. They're like giving me some weird information. So you're not even human, dog. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I will kill you in a second. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to kill me? 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 Right here? Me? Yeah. Me? It's like... And then that thing got reinforced in humans. I think that's the special thing about human consciousness is that like, we think like, me, I'm doing this. What, what about me? What does this mean for me? What am I, what, what I going to get from this? 
Whereas most animals, it's it's more just like a very abstract, like, hmm, hunger. Hmm, I, I should go to the food place, you know? Food place, hmm, smells. What is that? Hmm, mm. what is this feeling? Sensation, smells, sounds. That's the same you know? experience I have when I go to Taco Bell, though, dude. <laughs> You're an animal when you go to Taco Bell. Oh, dude, get me away from those chalupas. Dude, I go with the Crunch Wrap Supreme every time. I go with a cheesy gordita crunch, if we're not kidding. Do Taco Bell still exist? <laughs> Taco Bells are the shit. They're back and better than ever. Taco Bell's back and it's better than ever. Oh my god, the Hess truck. Dude, what was with the Hess truck, man? My uncles used to buy me those fucking my things. My uncle used to buy me them every year. White uncles or black uncles? Oh, white, of course. Okay, right. It's fuck? a white uncle Is thing specifically. Yeah, yeah, it's a definitely a white uncle thing. Oh, you know, you like trucks. Boys, you're a boy. You you're, like trucks. Hey, the Hess truck's here. You gotta love gas. It's what makes America great. And it's like, <laughs> alright, grand, uh, fucking uncle, I'm gonna play Pokemon. You know what I mean? Dude. I remember one Christmas, so I have a big-ass family. My grandparents had 10 kids, and they had a bunch of kids. And so when you go to Christmas, there would be like, as a kid at least, there would be like 70 people. And you'd be like, which aunt is this again? Dude, honestly, look, hey, anybody in my family who hears this, don't snitch on me. But two aunts on my dad's, my my dad's grandparents had seven kids, Mm -hmm. right? My two aunts look fucking identical i still confuse their names (laughs) i have to like i have to like really analyze them and think about the details and the context clues of the people that are around to be like oh that's this (laughs) ant dude you should just cut one of their faces (laughs) you're pam (laughs) that's the one i sliced that's aunt pam no but it's you know it's they they the genetics are very strong but anyway i remember man those Christmases were crazy because you would go there and it's literally like a fucking house party. There's like a hundred people in this building. And as a kid, you're like, you expect me to remember more names than like three? The fuck? Yeah, Like, I know my mom, my dad, and I know my aunt. My one aunt. And it was like, you know, you, you, there, it's in a room of 70 people. You meet 15 people who this is all true for. You see their face for 10 seconds and you hear their name once. And then you turn away and you go back to the thing you were doing before and you never, you don't really see them anymore for a while. You may look at them at the party and be like, oh yeah, that's vaguely familiar. And you look back to whatever you were doing. And yet, six months from now, when there's another holiday, I'm expected to remember this fucking guy's name. I'm eight years old fucking playing Pokemon and shit. You know how many Pokemon there are? 151. I have to remember all their names. I don't have room for Uncle Harry. I really don't. I don't. This is more important to me. And you know what else, man? You know what's crazy? I'm getting to the age, though, where... Young young kids are starting to upset me. <laughs> They're starting to frustrate me, man. Starting because, to offend you. Well, because when I was a kid, I always hated it when they were like, oh, I remember when you were just like a little piece of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember when you were just like a little baby. I'd be like, bitch, I'm seven. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've been around for a while. You should be used to this by now. It's been my whole <laughs> fucking life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now I'm at the point where like, kids who are 14 were born in 2002. I was oh like, my god! You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, I can, wow. I can really, I get it now. Where they're like, no, dog, like it was a week ago. You were a fucking baby, <laughs> and now you're like a grown ass man. And the you think fuck? that means something? You were born when what Fifty Cent song came out? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That shit happened That's crazy. two years ago. You know what I mean? 2002 oh. feels like five years ago, doesn't oh, it? You were born in 2008. 
Oh, so you're fucking, you're fucking eight years old already. You're eight. Dude, you know what was the craziest? When I was teaching first and second grade, right? This was in 2014 and 15, I want to say. 2014. It was 2014, okay? So these motherfuckers were born in 19... No, they were born in, sorry, 2008. 2008. At the time, I was like, 2008? But that would make you, what, like two or three years old? And I was like, oh, shit. It's 2014. Like, that was really six or seven years yeah, ago. Like, oh, yeah. shit. It's crazy, dude. And now these 14-year-olds were born in 2002. Dog, 2002, I feel like I might have been in high school. You dude, know? Like, those are post-9-11 no, babies. They're post 14, 15. Babies. They're sophomores. You were born after 9-11. And you're in you high don't school. Remember, there's no chance of you remembering And you're it. already in fucking high school. And you're like a practically an adult. What the Fuck. Maybe I would. I want to ask my sister if she remembers 9/11. Did you ever ask your siblings that? Uh, no, because they give bullshit answers because they try to look cool. They try to act like. Yeah, they, I remember that shit. Yeah, I, I saw the fallen man. Were three, I didn't even shed a tear. You were fucking three years old because I was 11, so my sister would have been five. So I would have been. And my ten. brother would have been three. So they were fucking idiots. They didn't know How what the fuck was going on. When were you born? What year? 1991. So I so was I 10, 10 or 11. So you were like no, yeah. nine. No, you wouldn't have been eleven. 10. You would have been nine or ten, and I would have been eight or nine. I would have been ten at the time. I was ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was ten years old. I was in fifth grade. I remember I laughed. I was in fourth grade. Oh, what? I laughed. I'll tell you why. This is bad. It's real bad. <laughs> Oh, it's it's fucked up, man. Even when I explain this, it's gonna sound really fucked up. But this is I laughed. I laughed because we were in the portable, right? What is the portable? All right, sorry, I forgot that that's not something they have at every school. But we had a, we had a science portable, which was like a trailer that you would go into to learn science. Like that was the only like designated. You gotta leave the main building to learn about science. We don't fucking talk. Don't even talk to me about science in this main building, okay? <laughs> and you go into this fucking thing, and my one teacher was talking about the shark attacks that were happening at the time because there were a lot of shark attacks there were, like around them that was the big grandkids before the before before 9/11 the news would be like yo there was a crazy shark in this one place you know what i mean and it was like just like a thousand miles away from you and everyone in their living room would be like oh my, oh my god. god that shark oh sharks that are so shark. scary i remember when i saw jaws and i just leaped yeah. out of my chair and then it'd be it like was... up next wacky shit at your grocery store and you know like it would be like totally chill you know yeah then 9/11 happened so she goes she goes uh Maybe if we turn the TV on, I, she was like, you know what? These shark attacks are happening so often. I bet if we turn the TV on right now, there will be a shark attack on the news. That's what she said. She was like, I bet, or I bet they'll be reporting on one of the stories because it was like a big thing. They were talking about it all the time. It was the hottest yeah, news story. You know story. what else is a big news story right now? Oh, yeah. She switches that shit on. So we're the first people in the school to know about 9-11 happening. And cut to where Shave is bust out laughing. It's because, because now this 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 is ridiculous because it doesn't make it any better. <laughs> it it doesn't make it any better. But I thought the news reporter said two planes crashed into each other. 
And for whatever reason, I thought that was funny as fuck. Because I was like, I was How like, could that possibly happen? I was like, really? You got the whole sky? Like, <laughs> you can't fucking. You're gonna, you couldn't avoid each other gonna, with gonna, the whole sky. You're gonna crash into each other in the fucking sky. How I was like, possible? dog. And I remember I I bust out laughing, and my fifth grade teacher shot me this look like she was gonna choke my little bitch ass out. <laughs> scared scared the fuck out of me. Miss Shuck, she turned around like, Ugh! and I was like, oh shit. And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, oops, this is bad, huh? This is real bad. But then we got the half day off, and that was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Man, that was I, cool. You know what's fucked up, man? We didn't have man? any TVs on. No, go ahead. We, we were so happy to have that half day off. If you had told us who'd done it, we would have joined the Taliban, like, ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's responsible for this? We would be like, they gave, us, they gave us a half day, Alu Akbar, whatever. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. We hated school so much. <laughs> That's true, man. I did not give a fuck, dude. I didn't give a fuck. And everyone was freaking out. They were like, oh my God, they're going to bomb Philly. I was like, well, I live in like a weird neighborhood in Philly. They're not bombing Yo, my neighborhood. I had like, the same thought. Like I, was I was like, why would they bomb this? Yeah. This is retarded. Fuck? I was like, I'm going to play Dude, I was at school. Right I was in fourth grade. I was in fourth grade. And we were doing some, you know, bullshit. We were writing some shit on some paper. And the, the, our teacher got a call. And then all of a sudden we had a recess, right? Early recess. Like, we had two recesses a day. Yeah. Right? So we were like, fucking that was luxury. wow that's awesome yeah so we had a fucking impromptu recess or they let us out really early how the fuck do you get two recesses a day because private school is awesome that's awesome that's yeah. so smart kids need that I yeah think. i love that school man i think that was the best school i ever went to from from elementary school to college but the moral that i'm telling a different story right sorry 9-11 9-11 story so we go out to recess early, and we're like, fucking, we're like, yes! Yes! Oh like, our, we, our teachers are clearly freaking out, but we're just fucking having a ball. And uh, honestly, by the way, they would usually have two teachers out because <laughs> because they had to watch us. It's, you know, yeah, there's yeah, kids But out they're, there. like, crying and shit. But not, well, yeah, to, like, letting us out. They were, like, white as ghosts. They didn't know what was going on, right? So we go out, and there are no teachers out there because they're like, all right, just let them out there. You know, we'll make sure that they don't fucking, you know, go too far or whatever. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll deal with them later. But, like, we need to talk about this shit. And everyone needs to be here, you know, because what the fuck is going on? So we were out there like, no teachers! Racist! <laughs> like, then, then, this black lady across the street comes out of her house and she's just screaming from her step. They bombed the buildings! They bombed the World Trade Centers! We, we were just, we all started busting out laughing. We were like, what the <laughs> fuck is this lady okay, doing? Okay, wait, so the funny thing I'd like to point out now is that both of our 9-11 stories involve us busting out laughing at, like, a horrific Dude, fucking thing, yeah. Yeah, while that shit was happening in Philly, that was a joyous day for a lot of kids. We were how, cracking the how fuck up. up. Is that? We were all having a ball because spontaneously we all just got let loose <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. it was i mean it's, once i realized what happened of course i was yeah, very it was sad, sad yeah it would depress me for like, years i became I, I had like yeah dude every time we would drive on the highway and i could see the skyscrapers of center city in the distance i would always envision well what would it look like if i was here and 9-11 happened in philly oh, every shit. almost every day you know what i mean i would just you see the skyline and you can't help it because that's all everyone talked about for so long that it's like but what would it look like right now, you know? Yeah. Pandemonium, crazy, man. Man. I mean, that shit was pretty crazy. And, um, and my mom was so upset. I think she, I mean, my mom 
I don't I know what she did. I couldn't understand why my parents were so upset. I felt like it was, I was like, because to me it was just like, oh, well, some shit happened that got on the news again. Yeah. And shit was happening that got on the news all the time. You know, so it didn't really, it didn't really sink in for a while for me because I was like, why are people freaking out so much? Because it's like, it's just like a news thing. I'm looking around, I don't see any smoke. You know what I mean? I, for me, I felt, it felt like a big deal because it was like the first, it was pretty Big man, like I had never. Ex- it was like Pearl. It's like our Pearl Harbor, man. Yeah, it is for sure. And that's what's. Oh my God, the Japanese did what? Some kid in the 1940s cracking his little ass up. Ah, yeah, right. cracking up. They did what? They smashed into the thing without getting out of the plane. <laughs> that's retarded, dude. That, yeah, that's so <laughs> dumb. Oh man, yeah, I. It, it did feel like a big deal to me, and then my mom. Well, you know, my, my the day of it didn't like the day of and the day after didn't feel like a big deal. But then after that, and they, you know, what really got me. And how old were we then, man? I was nine years old. About nine years old at the time. They played the footage of people jumping out of the windows. Yeah, that's that what really. Was what I was got like, me, yeah. I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So this thing was so bad that people are at the top of a skyscraper, and they just ran and jumped out because that was better than what they were. Facing inside, I'm hoping. So, I'm hoping things get better, man. It seems what? like we just had that Orlando thing happen a couple weeks yeah. ago, and like it feels like uh, grandkids. I'm hoping you're living in a world that's not so crazy, but because ice is free. You know the thing is, man. There's a division in America right now that I hope gets ironed out. It's it's because everyone agrees shit is fucked and we'd like to fix it, but we cannot agree on how to go about fixing it and so everybody is at everybody's throats constantly right Mm -hmm. now constantly like everyday people there's no unity it's like you know i wish that we there was a presidential candidate or something that could just unify us and be like even if i disagree with this person i'm gonna support them you know what i mean yeah and i guess i gotta be the change i want i mean i'll probably no matter who wins, I'll, I'll have some level of support for them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a I big mean, fan of Hillary once, Clinton. Once they win, they, I mean, they won. So it's like, right. you know, I'm it's like, I hope they because, do well. Yeah. Hey, Hillary, I want you to do the best job if you win. Yeah, exactly. Or, no, well. I when, don't want when, you to win, yeah. but if you do, after, I want you to do the after best. After you win, then I'll, I'll, I'll support you, I guess. Then I want you to do the best that you can do. Yeah, like. But I don't want you to do the best you can do now. If Trump wins, whoever wins, I'll just be like. All right, man. Let's see. Yeah. You know, I, it's over now. Hope for the best, expect the worst. Yeah. But, you know, there seems to be like a... It kind of sucks, man. Everybody's like at everybody's throats. Everybody thinks everybody else is stupid. Mm-hmm. And there's even that third group of people who realize that and think that's stupid. Mm-hmm. I think I fall into that category where it's like, man, I should just... I wish I could just be hard to be open when you're like everybody just shut the fuck up yeah can we just calm that can we just stop can we get a break you know what i mean mm-hmm. but shit is just constantly happening people are just looking for shit to like you know what you know what i heard the other day that pissed me off mm-hmm. and it's like everyone is just so willing to jump into that like that dude at the fucking wawa oh my oh, boy at the wawa yeah dude he was talking about isis he just was, yeah, he wanted to, he really, I, I don't know if he was uncomfortable, but he wanted to talk about it. So he started talking to me about it, and I was like, dog, I'm a customer, bro. You know what I mean? 
I don't need to talk about ISIS when I'm trying to buy fucking Ben and Jerry's and shit. You know what I mean? I came in and I was like, the dude ahead of me was talking about ISIS. But he was also high as fuck. And the way I know is because I was high as fuck. And I walked in and I made eye contact with him. And I looked at his bag and he had all these fucking donuts and ice cream and candy and shit. And I was like, what's up, dude? And he was like, sup, bro? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and then he went to the cashier, and he was like, oh, I'm ex-military, blah, 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 blah. And they start talking about ISIS. And I get up there, and I say, yo, that dude is high as fuck. And the guy goes, yeah, but ISIS is crazy. And I'm like, no, like, I'm trying to talk to you about fucking... I you wanted know. to change the subject. I started talking about weed. Talk to, talk to me about weed. Because I looked in his eyes, and I was like, you're high, too. <laughs> Everybody in this situation well, is high. So what, can we talk about weed instead of ISIS? Please? I don't want to talk about ISIS, man. I don't. I mean... I want to talk about it because we got to do something about it, but not to the guy at Wawa because he doesn't he can't do anything about ISIS no matter what. Yeah, I mean I I want to just be like, hey, ISIS sucks. America's good. Sure, we definitely had a part in in creating ISIS. Yeah, and, and creating and, a lot and of definitely problems. Definitely, we're doing a lot of fucked up shit. So you know, before you fucking excuse me, do you know what the United States? has been doing in the third world countries all around the world. Do you know what this military industrial comp... Yes, I do. I realize how fucked up all that shit is. But, that being said, America is the best fucking country in the world right now. Yes, because you know what? There are other countries that are maybe economically better off or seem better because they don't have to deal with the burden, but we're at the fucking top of the food chain, motherfucker. We're dealing with haters all the time. And you know what? England, you piece of shit... Fuckers. No, honestly, you know what? These motherfuckers in these other countries. This is me being being super American right now. American. Fuck that. They get arrested for like for like speech shit. They yeah, say yeah, some yeah. shit on Twitter. Yeah, I was and they fucking that, arrested. Dude. America. The one of the reasons it's great is it's almost an experiment in freedom and human freedom. It's you. I don't think you can find another society where the people are as free as we are today to do what we want and say what we want and be you know just. Whatever, you know? Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. And we're we're pretty much the freest people to ever have lived in you know. People can tweet at our president. And the like, leader of our country like, and be like, suck you. my dick, faggot. And people are like, what? Why? You're, you're an asshole, dude. And but they like, just have to they just have to say they just yeah. have to but listen to it. At the same it. time, our our I think our economy is worth sixteen trillion dollars or something crazy like that. Yeah. What? Like, what the fuck does that mean? $16 trillion? That doesn't even make sense at I that can't point. Even, it's just made up stuff. It's just, it's like, oh, goo goo gaga goo goo? You know, it, I have no yeah. way to imagine $16 trillion. Yeah, so I do, I do think that we are probably the best country on the planet. We do have problems. We have this, ones. We have this mass shooting problem right now, and personally... We have a violence problem. We have a violence problem, and I, I don't think that it's... I, I, they're calling for a ban on guns, but to me, that just seems like a Band-Aid. That doesn't seem like it yeah. solves the problem, because the problem is not the guns. It really isn't the guns. It's that somebody wants to use the guns mm -hmm. to fuck people up. Yeah. You know? And I, and I, you can make the argument that that's what they're made for, blah 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 but if you make a fucking gun, or if you make a weapon, if you hand me a gun, like, here's this weird laser pointer. If you point it at someone, it'll fucking kill them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. But if even if you take away the guns, dude's gonna be like, I still have this urge to go kill, kill people. Kill that person. So how do you kill someone? Well, 
There's a million and one ways. You hey, don't let's need a use gun. a bomb. Let's use a this. Knife. Let's use a You could a use that. a sharp rock. Yeah. You could use a dull rock. And yes, I get the idea that the guns are super efficient and you can like wipe out people very quickly. Yeah. And also, I heard that there's a statistic, so going along that, that vein, suicide rates go up when their guns are easy to buy because it's just so easy. You know, you pull a trigger and you're dead. Whereas if you had to like hang yourself or if you had to, you know, do something else, you more more people would be like, ah, fuck it, I'll just be depressed a Dude, little longer. <laughs> you know what that made me think of actually? I said this yesterday, is that uh, you know how they had speakeasies for alcohol when yeah. alcohol was legal. I was like, yo, you would never have a fucking speakeasy for weed because people would be like, I'm not building a fucking trap door. Like, just come over. Like, the fuck? (laughs) I'm not building a fucking... You want me to do what? Build this whole upside-down club and shit? How do we just, like, go upstairs and, like, close the door? (laughs) Fuck the police. I'm in my room. Uh, I don't care. But but America's an experiment in freedom. That's what makes me nervous about, like, people saying, like, oh, well, we need more gun control. It's like, let's be careful, please. Let's please be careful because we're having a, a current, we're having a modern problem, you know, a gun problem. And I would even say that the Wild West used to have a gun problem too. Yep. And that got solved, you know, and I don't think it got solved by gun control, by laws, you know, you can't have guns. We're going to take away your guns or whatever, you know, make it harder for you to get guns. But I think there is a, there is a minimum standard, obviously, and I, I don't think we're meeting it everywhere. So let's, let's all agree on what... I think it should be definitely a, probably a little bit tougher to get a gun. Right. But I don't but think... But I think you should be able to buy pretty exactly. much whatever gun you want. Yep. As long as you have a clean record, you know, you meet the standard, you should be able to buy whatever fucking gun you want. I'll say this. So, it, let's say there was a gun called a human killer gun. You should be able to buy as many of them as you want. If you're on, like, antipsychotics or, like, if you have some sort of history of mental illness, you should then not be able to Then maybe you should only be gun. able to have, like, depending on what, like, there should be, like, a gradation. You can only buy a, a revolver with four bullets, <laughs> you know? It'll yeah. take a long time to reload, so you can't go too crazy, If you've been you're allowed to have that. convicted of a felony or any of that sort of shit, you shouldn't be allowed to buy a gun. If you've got connections to, you know radical well how do you prove that yeah that's the, that's the i think you slope. have to you in a, in a system that relies on relies on law for that kind of shit you have to uh have very clear yeah you know if you bring this documentation or you have this documentation against you it puts you in this category automatically but dude, i think i don't know i don't know what the deal is with this fucking these these mass shooter incidents right now because it 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 didn't happen like this for a long time yeah, and then it feels like it started to happen. With Columbine the was the first now. one. Yeah. I feel well, like it was the it first was, mainstream was, yeah. big one. It was. I think I actually saw that there was one before that. Or maybe people two, people still talk about Columbine. Columbine, I think Columbine is like Columbine nothing. Was the biggest one. Yeah. No man, isn't that crazy? Columbine was like, we had like meetings about it. You know, and people were talking about it, and they were wondering like everyone at school. They were looking at each other like, are you like, is this kid gonna fucking. Be yeah. the one, you know? Is it going to happen at our school? But now it's like just, oh, Columbine. That was a, that was a long time ago, man. Like, you know, catch up. There's been so many since I got to look that up, man. Let's let's see how many people died in Columbine, just out of curiosity. I would, I think 13 is popping out of my mind for some reason. So we'll yeah, see that. that sounds reasonable, 13. And then there was the Virginia Tech one where I think that was more... That was a big one, too. That one was crazy, But man. there's been so many at this point. There's been Sandy the Elliot Rogers kid. Yeah. I'm the supreme gentleman. 
Why does a woman not want me? He said uh. he put out like a creepy. We'll watch it after this. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty definitely. funny. It's it's some goof ass shit. He's definitely doing some goofy. He's definitely man. It's a great skit. <laughs> it's a great skit that happened in real life. Oh god, yeah, that's the problem, man. He's talking about. It's it's like funny to you can laugh at it because it's so ridiculous. He's such a fucking weirdo asshole, and his parents were so rich. I don't know. It's I am the supreme that's the, gentleman. That's the crazy thing, man. It's, there's no way to predict who the next one's gonna be. So taking guns out of everyone's hands is not really a good way to do it because it doesn't address the real problem and 15. it causes other ones. Fifteen. 15 oh, Columbine. you know what? Thirteen people killed and then they off themselves. So fifteen. Dude. I know my fucking mass shooter yeah. stats. Yeah, fuck. 99 explosives. Wow. Four knives. Wow, four knives for two people? That seems a little excessive. That's, what, what was the plan here, yeah. Jens? Like, you're just going to use everything up? This is a video game? What the fuck is wrong fuck. with you? Well, you know what? Explosives? They were pioneers. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Dude, but with 99 Christ. explosives, like, the Virginia Tech dude, he had two handguns, Ugh. and he killed, like, 31 people. God, it shit. makes me so fucking sick, man. It, I honestly, that would be one of the scariest fucking things, dude. If you watch those fucking the video from that shit, it really puts that feeling in your gut that life and death, you know. Oh my god, like if that happened to me, like what would I do? And you you go through that whole panic stricken like, because these people they they are like the Joker at that point. Like they're not, there's nothing you can really do to plead your case because they're just there to kill you. Yeah, they're just there to kill you. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they may say something and ask you a question, and it may seem like if you give the right answer, something good might happen, but they're there to kill you at the end of the day. Whatever happens in between then is just God play. Damn, it makes me so sad, and I feel so desensitized because we see a case like this, like, you know, the Orlando thing just happened, but there's going to be another one in, like, two weeks, it Dude, feels the like. Or- Orlando you know I mean? thing happened, 50 people died. 50 people. That's, that's... Way bigger three than times, Columbine. Three times, three plus, and three plus, third, three and a third. Yeah, that's insane, insane, man. And it bums me the fuck out. And fifth, oh god, it made me so sad, man. It really yeah. did make me sad. I, I can't. Life uh, is just, oh, it's just I so joke gross, about it and man. stuff because I, I get uncomfortable. But man, I mean, if you're gonna get uncomfortable about something, that's that's the thing to do. It. And they did it on four twenty. Columbine. Oh, come on, guys. Wow. See? Legalized weed. This is this is what they're telling us. Yeah, right? This That's shit would have never happened. If they were smoking weed on that day, they would have been, like, you know, loading up their knives. You want me to bring explosives. four knives? Even like, how many explosives did we make? Fuck, 99? Man. What were we, like, the what were we thinking? are we doing this for? How many people? Are, I mean, come on. Oh, man. God. Why don't we just dump this shit, man? That was 17 years ago. Jesus Christ. Oh, is that really a 99? Oh, God, yep, 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 yep. That sucks. That was pre-9-11, that man. fucking sucks. That was the worst tragedy. That's why it was so big, man. Yeah. That's why. It was the it worst. Was the biggest tragedy of our time. Before 9-11. Pre-9-11. It was 9-11 Col- happened. It was Pearl Harbor Columbine. Pearl Harbor Ooh, was number one. Wow, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor You're was number one. a lot of shit, dude. Vietnam. That was more traumatic to the American. Yeah, I'm talking about like one incident though, like like a. Ah, like uh, like, I see. Hmm. On American soil, that for sure. You know what? Yeah. In Philadelphia, they fucking the crazy thing is they bombed a radical group. Fucking move. Yeah. Did anybody die? Yes. How many? Oh, let me check this out. The they so that's a crazy thing that nobody talks about. I mean, move kind of 
was kind of shitty from what yeah, I dude. know. So they were like a black group that the, was like, you know, oh, fucking black rights and all that shit. But they did it in a dumb way. Doesn't mean you should bomb them, my, though. No, the no, fuck? for sure, for sure. But my black mom, a uh, black mom, black dad and black aunt, they were both like, eh, fuck those people. They were annoying as fuck. <laughs> you know? like Yeah. So they must have been really bad. Oh, gosh. There have been some crazy things going on in America. That's the thing, because it's, it's an experiment in freedom, so you get these weird cases of, like... This is what happens. When yeah. You ha- when you let people make their own choices, this is what happens. And I think, honestly, we really do have to accept... 11 people died in the, in the, in the move bomb. Wow. They dropped an actual bomb on a city. That's the, the city dropped a bomb on its residents. Yeah. That's insane. That's the only time it's ever happened in America. Yeah. Thank God. In, in Philadelphia, man. Philly. Philly. Fucking a Will Smith song starts playing. <laughs> Crib for my mom on the outskirts of Philly. You try to flex on me, don't be silly. And then a bomb drops. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's crazy, man. God damn, dude. Yeah, it just bums we me out. We have to let it happen. And because the thing is... How do we fix it? Here's my... We, we all get spiritual in America. <sighs> Let's That's do it. That's the thing. Because that's what it's telling us. We have science, we have material goods, but we're still fucking violent and we're killing each other. And the more material, the more we're good at manipulating material shit to like do what we want, the better we're going to get at killing each other, you know? And so we're going to see this cycle play out to a scary degree. And then we're going to realize this is getting out of hand. We need to figure this out, you know? And people are going to band together and, oh, what do we do? We need to, oh. And luckily, you know, the churches will step in, but they'll fail because they suck these days. And then we'll be like, you know what? Fuck that. We're going to look for other means. And there's already going to be, there's already been roots of other, of real, real spiritual or mystical kind of ways of looking at the world kind of developing in America. And those things are going to blossom. And they're going to fail eventually, but they're going to get it started. Because that's the only answer. We have to understand, we have to put our country's actions in context. And every individual of the country has to, in some degree, understand reality and how it works. And to be able to put their actions in context with their neighborhood, their city, their state, their country, the the world. And it has to work out in concentric circles like that. And every person has to be able to act in that kind of like grid. That's the only way it works. Otherwise, you have people just acting for themselves, and everyone's self-interest conflicts with each other's self-interest if you're only being like, well, what do I want right now? You know? Yeah. If you allow yourself to be like, well, this is better for the country, this is better for my city, this is better for the state, and therefore, it'll be better for me. If you can allow that into your identity, then that's the answer to it. That's it. Yep. Let's all get together and figure out some shit we got to bond over, whether it be a TV show. I think global warming, man. I, I yeah. always come back to this. Spirituality and global warming go hand in hand to me for like this, the saving grace of America in the future because we can all come together and try to come up with solutions for global warming. That or an alien invasion. That would be great, man. That'd be even better. Yeah. Because we'd all band together. We'd, we'd all go into fight or flight mode and be like, well, we're on this we're on the same Dude, team now. Grandkids, this is for you. After 9/11, it's never been a nicer period in my life. Honestly, right after 9/11. After a couple wow, years down point. the line, it kind of got weird and bad. Yeah. And it's gotten progressively worse as far as like the tension among Americans. But, but right but after nine like eleven, after nine eleven, was 
kind of dope. Talk we, about community. We didn't know we were going to fuck up Iraq. We were still optimistic, like, you know what? Fuck these guys. We need to figure out what to do. We're about the that. best. We're going to go kick the shit out of them. And everybody, liberal, conservative, everybody was like, let's go teach these motherfuckers a lesson. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? We all had this big ass stick and we were all holding it up together, being like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of these dogs. You know what I mean? And then after that shit didn't work, people started disagreeing on why it didn't work. Mm. And that was the downfall because we were all, we waited like what, like eight years till they got Osama bin Laden? Yeah. Just as a symbolic thing, they just needed to catch that motherfucker ASAP. And that would have been, it would have been, to- even if we fucked up the rest of Iraq, Man. if we had gotten Osama bin Laden like in a year, all would have been forgiven. We would have been like, oh, we did it. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. And we would have been like, okay, well, our president did commit some war- some atrocities, like, you know, probably some war crimes. But it worked. But they got that motherfucker, so it worked. Yeah. Well, we won't do it again. Sorry. That's that's kind of and it sounds bad, right? Because it's almost like we would have just ignored the. Well, yeah, the I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Would, that's I'm not saying that's the most ethical thing to do, but we would all it's better be on than the what same happened. Page. Yeah. It's better than what happened. Yeah. Where they got that motherfucker and it took eight years and we were still like, oh well, I mean, at this point it's kind of too little, too late, you know. Yeah, because we've already fucked up. Like we've destabilized the entire Middle East looking for this guy instead of catching him immediately. And the fucked up thing is, I heard some shit about like this these CIA people who were like, oh yeah, we know exactly where he is, but for whatever reason we've been ordered not to fucking take him down. You know what I mean? Like people, there was this guy who was in the military. Got I gotta look this book up, but he like he he claims that. Or maybe it's proven that his troop like surrounded basically the part of the I think he was in the Taliban, right? Al-Qaeda. He was part of the. Yeah, he was part of Al Qaeda. I always get them confused because yeah. I know they Taliban did. is more of a local thing they in Afghanistan, right? They both suck. Yeah, but uh, they like had them cornered and they were ordered to not engage or whatever. And he was like, "What the fuck?" Like, you got him. We got him. Yeah, I don't know, man. And and see, the thing is, there was so much weird shit about that, and maybe it's always been like that, and we just didn't have the technology and. Uh, the ability to see it happening, but this was the first time with the with the advent of the internet. That's the other thing that needs to be uh, included in this big picture is that nine eleven happens. The internet is this new fucking thing, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's it's like what like it was introduced. It was old. introduced to like main like mainstream people maybe in nineteen ninety six, but it was still one of those things where it's like people adopting virtual reality now are like that where you're like. The fuck is this shit? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But it, it How has does this work. What? What is right. this? Right. Yeah. Like people in the public have it, but it's not a mainstream thing. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go to my friend's house who has VR, and then in ten years, it's gonna be like, what? You don't have VR? Yeah. Everybody has it. Yeah. Everybody has it. No, not everybody had the internet. Not even in 2001. Not everybody had the internet. Oh no, I don't. I don't think I had the internet then. I did. I think. No, then, uh, dude, we had, I had dial a PC. Up. We had dial-up for so long. Yeah. Let me tell you something right now. Yeah. When I download shit today, my internet is like three megabytes per second, which is 3,000 bytes per second. My dial-up that we had for years, when I downloaded shit, it was four bytes per second. That's crazy. Four bytes per second. So a movie that's 700 megabytes, which is seven... Excuse me, 700,000 bytes. Took like three weeks to download. Oh my god, dude. I would set shit to download and just leave it, leave it like overnight. 
Yeah. You know? And I'd wake up in the morning like, oh, I hope no one has to make a phone oh, it's call. It's at 50%. I hope no one has to use the phone because I need the line. Yeah, really? fucking keep downloading Damn, this. that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I, it's... So, so with the internet came, like, this knowledge of, like, oh, man, this whole thing is fucked, huh? And maybe the other shit in the past has been fucked, too, but, like, this dude, is we had so those, obviously Those fucked. conspiracy theory shits that were happening yes. right after 9-11, and I got duped by them, man, uh, I think. I mean, granted... If I had never some gone to that extreme, it, exactly. If I had never gone to that extreme, I wouldn't have been able to see how there were so many holes in the stories that they that the government tells. You know, they don't give you all the details. <laughs> they give you this vague kind of like, "Oh, we're gonna boost the economy." Well, what the fuck? How are you gonna boost the economy? What do you have to do to do that? What does that even mean? Oh, you're gonna ship jobs overseas so that corporations can corporations can save money so that's not good you know it sounds good when you say boost the economy yeah so there's a lot of shit like that and so they told us this vague story and i think the problem with those conspiracy theory things is that the story is so vague that a conspiracy theory person can come in and just fill the gaps with bullshit or facts <laughs> and tell them just to you in the right way that it's like it's oh, usually man, a mix of both i it's, think it's yeah. usually a mix of both but like equal bullshit and facts and yeah. you're like man i can't I know this is a fact, and I know that's bullshit, but there's, like, some shit in the middle that I can't quite tell which is which. And that's where they get you, man. But I think I've come around where I don't think the government was responsible for 9-11. I think... Directly, I'd I say. Think Indirectly, perhaps. The underlying theme of government that people always sleep on, the conspiracy theorists, I think it's just gross incompetence. I really that's do. That's scarier. That's the scariest thing. I would you would almost rather them be masterminds and be manipulating things to a high degree because then at least they're in control of it even though they even though they're controlling it in a way that I don't agree with at least they're the ones in control but I think they're actually not in control and shit is happening far outside their reach and they don't know what to do and they're fucking up and that's what happened Well this has been conversations <laughs> for our grandkids I guess uh, it's been cool having Adam in the studio. Tell us your favorite 9-11 story. Um, what happened to you on 9-11? Where were you? Do you remember? Were, did you have a joyous feeling in your gut? Did like you we bust did? out laughing? Because apparently that's the fun what How we did. Is that? I would say, though, that the, I think even the night that I got home... I felt bad. I think I remember seeing some shit on Once the I knew what actually was happening, I felt and bad. And I watched, it was almost like a meditation almost, because the news was on, and I was just sitting there watching the building burn, you know watching what? people jump out, watching take, people crying. Take into consideration that when we laughed, neither of us had any idea what was going on. We, it, America, grandkids, was so fucking awesome before 9-11. It was invincible. It was the best. It was like, you would see... It's like if you never saw a house get burned down and then you saw somebody screaming fire, you would laugh because you'd be like, what the fuck are you what talking about? What do you mean fire? About? Yeah. And you bust out laughing because that shit never happens. And then you'd be like, oh, oh, what? shit. Whoops. Yeah. And I mean, it really did Whoops. affect how we like I remember even through high school, 9-11 was a, a dominant theme in my my rationale, my reasoning, my train of thought. It still is, and it will oh, always it be, is, I think. Yeah. I it's mean, good. we always talk about it. We, I mean, we make We're talking about right now. <laughs> pre-9-11, that's funny, pre-9-11 and post-9-11. We always make that distinction that America was one way before 9-11 and then one way after 9-11. It was. It was. Wrestling was awesome before 9-11. Wrestling. I mean, and I think if I had to put 
if I had to make a list of tragedies. I'd say that's up there, right? It's definitely wrestling. Yeah. Top ten. You guys are gonna think I'm so gay when you hear about me talking about wrestling, grandkids. But trust me, it's only because it was awesome when I was a kid. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Choppy, choppy, pee pee. All right, whatever. <laughs> this is a conversation for my grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Adam just spilled beer all over my phone. No, I didn't. All right, well, <laughs> review us on iTunes. Fucking do whatever you want. Break Seamus' phone. Break Seamus' phone. God bless. Hello.